Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar right here in my basement on the south side and pour yourself a cold one 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb that is. Southside Pod. If you've not subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast player you're using. There's a whole list of them and links to them at southsidepod.com. The battle of the Southside continues. We have the Gaelic Park players here. Bill has a cryptocurrency scheme and a Southside brewery is harvesting cattle. That's the nice way of saying they're turning them into hamburgers and all kinds of other really cool stuff. Plus, they may have the next big thing in beer. All of this is brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions, named one of the Southland's best for the last several years. From bowing walls to window wells, foundation and crack repairs, some pumps, anything to keep your basement dry and secure, protect your foundation, and remember they have express service. If you know what you want, see the cost right on the website, order it, schedule it immediately for quick service. Who else does that? Only Family Waterproofing Solutions. They're also available 24-7. Give them a call at 708-330-4466. Mention Southside Pod. Get an additional discount. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. Last week, the Battle of the Southside whittled down to eight. Now we're going to find out who's in the final four. The voting was intense, fast, and furious online across Twitter, Instagram. There's a Google Doc that was on all the Facebook pages. So many people sharing this online. The vote count, huge. Let's get to the results. All right, let's get this uh, bracket. We had four contests, so the winners oh, are the God. final four. This is the yeah, winners. Final four. We're going to the final four. The NCAA tournament's over. It's way, yeah. it's way over. And we're still Except doing this. Except on the yes. south side. We're pod, still yeah. doing this. We're still we're milking All right. it. Yep. So we got two from the near south side and two from the far so, south side. So we're going to go start with the far south side bracket first. Far south side. Flossmore Orland. Who took it? Orland took it. No surprise did. there. All right, they got no a mall. Surprise, yeah. What does Flossmore have? They have a, a nice brewery. They got a brewery, that's yeah. it. You know, a great brewery. I mean, it's a great brewery. I love Flossmore Station Brewery. They have a whole Orland's mall. Orland's got a mall. Yeah, but Orland's got a whole mall. <laughs> it's a whole, it's like 72% Lamont occupied. Tinley. Oh, come on. You know Lamont won that. You think so? Yeah, they did. They won that. <laughs> I mean, they know. Lamont knows. won that. I got it right in front of me. You Lamont think won I, it. You th- Lamont okay. won it. All right. All right. I told you they were the favorites. Like, basically, you made a whole bracket to get Lamont to the end because you used to live in Lamont. <laughs> like, that's what I feel like you did. You gave Lamont I mean, they a They got bracket. an easy path, right? You're like, we're just giving Lamont the bracket, right. and then we're going to make Who everybody else? 
Jesus would put in there. I you know, know what this? You know what this reminds well, me Maya, of? Joliet. Yeah. yeah. You know what this reminds <laughs> me of? It reminds me of like how like the state of Illinois does basketball right. with the we Catholic got, league schools. Here it is. Like, Lamont hey, Mo, hey uh, Mo Carmel. <laughs> Mo Carmel. You play Brother Rice and Saint Rita. You play uh, this other school, and then eventually, when there's only one of you, you could play the downstate teams. Like that's how you're doing this right now. You want to run this next year? You can. That's fine. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I yeah. will. All right, so in the south side bracket up above, we have Alsop Mount Greenwood. This was close. The Battle of Burning This was very Plywood. close. Come on, Greenwood. It was Come very Greenwood. close. Come on, Greenwood. Mount Greenwood won. Whoa! They took it off. I like it. Right. Mount Greenwood right. in the final four. And we'll see if Big Frank's people came through. We got hometown Blue Island. Hometown got blown out. They made it that far. They got farther than probably they, any of us listen, thought. Hometown right? the Gonzaga of this bracket. They are. Field, and you know? know what? I think in future years, they could make a longer run. Happen. Right, right. Yeah, They're a yeah. legit contender. And they have a lot of people that were voting, but they did not win. So next week, if you want to vote, Lamont versus Orland. And Mount Greenwood versus Blue Island. That's your final Here we four. Go. Like in the late 90s, it was always Mount Greenwood versus Blue Island. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. There's a lot of fights that happened. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately. Let's meet at Eisenhower and duke it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was that pancake place we'll at 111th and Pulaski, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Sitting down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar, I have the Gaelic Park Players. This is the second time Maureen Weber has been here. Uh, and she brought a friend and she walked right in and she was like, You see, I told you, it's really a bar. So Bridget Christensen is also sitting down here with her as well. How are you, ladies? We're great. I'm very well, thank you. And thanks for inviting us. Do you like the setup here, Bridget? Oh, absolutely. You, you, you kind of walking yes. In? I can't believe this. <laughs> it's amazing. So so you guys have another uh performance coming up. I think that's what we talked about last time. Or was it a was it a was it a benefit last time? We what were, was uh, it? Last time it was a benefit for Bloomsday. Right. Uh for the people of Ukraine. Right. And we did that at uh with the Gaelic Park players. They were a big part of it. So we're back again. That's awesome. <laughs> so tell everybody who might not remember from the last time you're here about the Gaelic Park players. I mean, is everybody in this group 100% Irish is it seems like every time I talk to you Maureen and then you bring in your friend you have that wonderful Irish brogue both of you that my great grandmother had because she was she was actually born in Ireland and I love it when you come down here because it always just reminds she was around till I was like maybe uh, an early teenager and it, when I hear you both talk I just I'm like oh I love it I, I absolutely love it is that is that what you have to be to be a Gaelic Park player not at all no. Bridget will tell you um no, you don't have to be that. But let me tell you, first of all, the the group's been in existence for 31 years. We're into our 31st year. We just celebrated our 30th year there in January. It used to be years ago when we had a lot of immigrants from Ireland that it was all Irish people that w would put the shows on because that's what... We did as a kid in Ireland, and a lot of people wanted to continue that 
uh, trend when they came here to the States. Is that an Irish thing, like putting on shows, plays, plays yes, and things like yes, that? Because my big. my grandma wanted me, me to be in the talent competition uh-huh, every year see? in a talent show. And my dad would sit around and say, she did it to me too. Like she would come up with the whole act. And I was like, why is this so important to her? So this is an Irish thing. This is an Irish thing. And it's lovely that Gaelic Park players are continuing that in this country. Now, in the past few years, we um, couldn't have uh, all Irish because a lot of people move and they get married and they have kids and they can't be in the play. So it's open for anybody, you know, and even back when it started, it wasn't all Irish people. There were Americans of different heritage, you know, that came. So you're out at Gaelic Park. Uh, that is 6119 West 147th Street out in Oak Forest. I was just out there because my niece and goddaughter uh, was was dancing at one mm-hmm. of their, their their Irish dance nights when they were out there. It's a really nice setup because you got that stage there. There's like there's a there's a bar in the back. There's a secondary area that's around there. There's a really nice actual furnished bar as well. It's kind of fun. If nobody's ever been out there before, the, the space is probably really fun to put on a performance, right? Right. Well, it is because um, the history of Gaelic Park is really uh, amazing. You know, there was a group of people many years ago um, over. I can't remember exactly how many years ago. So let's say 50 years ago. And they donated some. They put so much money together and they bought the piece of property where Gaelic Park is. And over the years, they've expanded and most of the work that was done on the original and that still is, it's a lot of volunteer people. Um, there are some paid uh, people at Gaelic Park and they do a lot of weddings and showers and funerals and that kind of thing. And they keep, try to keep the Irish culture going, like with Gaelic football, hurley. Irish dancing, and of course, we're, I'm partial to the plays because when I grew up, um, we did little pantomimes in our school at home, and uh, a lady by the name of Mrs. McGee was uh, the wife of the principal of the school, and her and her husband used to write all the plays. They would do the um, directing, producing, set design, Mrs. McGee made all the costumes, and um, we were connected with St. Patrick's Church. Father Hapney was our parish priest at that time, and he just loved it. And it was a fabulous thing for the young people. We had nothing else in the small town we were from. So it's nice to be able to keep that tradition going And we would love to see younger people come out and uh, try out for the plays. Now, we do our plays up in the Celtic Room, and it's not huge. We build a stage, and uh, the set design, uh, the set is built as well. And after the play, then it's dismantled, and they use that room for uh, 
different things. Oh, so you're not in that main room that I've gone into before no, for stuff. Oh, okay. No. So you you do a whole separate setup when you're doing things. And and the name of the play, I want to make sure everybody hears this, is uh, that you're doing this spring, is Family Secrets. Correct. There, there's a couple of weekends this is happening, the 14th, 15th, and 16th of April. And then the weekend afterwards, it goes Thursday through Sunday, the 20th through the 23rd. So uh, there's seven different dates for this performance over at Chicago Gaelic Park. And the tickets are only $15, which Correct. is a, that's a great great deal and a fun afternoon if you're doing the matinee or evening if you're doing the play. Tell me a little bit about what the play is about, though, in case somebody wants to go and check it out. Well, uh, the play is basically a sequel to the a play that they did uh, in 2015, and it was called The Troubled Bachelors. It was about three men that had their, when they were confirmed bachelors, they had no desire to marry, and the government came in and said to them, you know, if you don't marry, um, you'll lose your home because these were government homes they were renting. And uh, so they were kind of forced in, into marriage. To, and it was all really to accommodate the number of people that needed homes. There was such a shortage of homes at the time. So it was a, it was a comedy, and, and uh, the three men eventually married. And this play now is Family Secrets. It's a sequel to that. And we have the, uh, the same three men and their wives uh, five years later. And it's right before the war, and a man comes to town, an American, and he's got this great uh, get-rich-quick kind of scheme of selling turf. Well, there won't be enough coal, so they think they'll be able to sell a turf instead. So it's very hilarious. The, uh, it's a comedy. Is what a very we're, funny. Okay. Very right. funny. Yes. And they, uh, the characters are, uh, you know, they live very close to one another. Well, they're all on a stage together. <laughs> they are. They are. But no, the, the, the characters within the play all live very close to one another. And as anybody knows who's lived close to people, uh, there's a benefit to that, and then there's a drawback. And the benefit would be that you get this close relationship, and the other side of it is that you everybody knows your business. Right, you can't have a fight. No. <laughs> Well, let me tell you. I mean, you should see, like, when, when when we have an argument in this house or my neighbor has an argument in his house, when we both see each other the next time, you, you're looking at each other thinking, did he hear that? <laughs> yeah, he probably heard that. Yeah, he did. He probably he did. heard me flip out on my kids. Like, something like that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the people in the play are very, very thick-skinned because the things they say to one another is quite astonishing. But uh, anyway, it's a very, very funny play. Uh, because it's a sequel, we were able to uh, have three actors from the original production of uh, Troubled Bachelors uh, reprise their roles. So there's seven characters, and three of them were, had been already playing that character, you know, seven years ago. So That's it's really created a nice bond. And uh, then we have four other new actors to Gaelic Park. And they're fabulous. So it's really a wonderful, wonderful show. And it's been a wonderful process. I want to uh, make sure everybody knows uh, how to get the tickets. So I would are they at the door? Do they go to GaelicParkPlayers.org? What's the best way, Maureen? I, I would think the best thing to do is to call Gaelic Park and okay. you can reserve your tickets. Particularly, we're thinking the Sundays might be, you know, uh, very busy yeah because so, they're all 8 p.m shows uh unless sunday is the and sunday is the matinee at 3 p.m so yeah right. that's going to be a uh, that might get a little bit crowded gaelic parts phone number is 708-687-9323 i'm sure you can learn more about this group the gaelic park players at gaelic park players 
org and uh, Chicago's Gaelic Park is nowhere near Chicago. It's actually in Oak Forest. It's way out on 147th Street uh, off of Ridgeland Avenue, and uh, it's it's a really cool place to visit. If you've never been there before, check it out. Thank you both very much for coming down and telling us all about it. Thank well, you, Chris. it's my pleasure, Chris. <laughs> I was so nervous coming here. <laughs> I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell him we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. We're at Horse Thief Hollow. My buddy Neil's sitting here with me. I mean, you know, every time I stop in there, there's something more exciting that you're doing. And I know it's that time of year where we're slaughtering cows. And I think that's fun. Like, you're laughing at me, and I think it's great. You buy cows, you put them at the Chicago Agricultural School at 111th and Pulaski. You raise them there. The students learn from the cows. You feed them with spent grains from Horse Thief Hollow here. Then you slaughter the cows. Harvest. Huh? Harvest. You harvest the cows. (laughs) You harvest the cows and make delicious food out of them. That's right. I mean, isn't that amazing? Yeah, so starting April 10th, uh, we're going to be celebrating Cattle Week, which is like you said, we harvested. You say it so much better than me. I'm like, slaughtering cows. (laughs) You know, you're like, it's Cattle Week, Chris, calm down. Okay. It's a family show. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to scare anybody. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So April 10th, uh, we harvested two uh, steer that the ag school raised. Um, My cousin Billy and I butchered them. Uh, We've been dry aging them now for 30 days. And then we're inviting different chefs throughout Chicago to come. They select a cut, and then we run a special off of that cut with that chef each day. So for example, Joe Flam is gonna be doing beef tenderloin on Monday. Uh, We got Juan Kim from Kimsky coming in. Uh, my head chef, John Tarchek, uh, a guy named Corey Fuller. So we got all these different chefs. Uh, some of these guys are taking heart and liver and uh, oxtail. Some are taking tomahawk steaks. So it's just a lot of fun and a great way to celebrate uh, the community and reaping the benefits of the harvest. What you do with this is incredible. I remember last year I had dinosaur bones mm-hmm. and that was amazing. Like I brought the kids in, I'm like, we're gonna get a beef rib and they brought something out that was like, I mean, it was huge. It was like the whole table. Are we getting those again? Uh, we're not doing those again this year. Okay. Um, so just the way processing and picking what people wanted to do, uh, I was torn. So I did the dinosaur ribs last year. Yeah. Uh, I was torn between brisket and a burger. I decided to do a burger. Um, 
and I'm going to be doing uh, a morel mushroom, a fresh morel mushroom, pickled ramp, uh, uh, grass-fed burger from the Ag School. Um, and, and all this is, Chris, is like, if you're going to take a lo- animal's life, I believe you have to like respect that and honor it and like cook with it as best you can, right? You, so the morels are going to be coming up soon. The ramps are coming up, asparagus is coming up. Like there's all these great ingredients this time of year. And what can we do to put something in front of you as a customer that you know it was done to the best of our ability? And I would say that horse thief has always struck me as like not only what's fresh, what's what's this in season, but also the fact that you you do everything. Like you're not wasting anything when you do these kind of things. And that, I think that's really interesting. And I mean, that's just the chefs before me that I worked under. You know, I was really blessed to have these uh, guys that took me under their wing and taught me not only like how to cook, but how to respect. And, and when they say like, you can taste the love in the food, I think you can taste the respect in the food too. And, and you're a classically trained chef and you're a classically trained brewer. We've gone over this before. So you have a beer right now and I'm looking at this thing and it looks like Hawaiian punch for crying out loud. I'm gonna put this up yeah. on the on the YouTube video. Those that are listening, check out the Southside Pod YouTube. But it looks like Hawaiian punch. What is this? Kind of tastes like Hawaiian punch. Does it? Too. Yeah. Does it really? It's really good. You I'm gonna try, try it right yeah. now. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a beer? Yeah, that's a peach and blueberry kettle sour. Uh, 5.6%. We just came out with it. This is gonna be this is the inauguration of a new line that we're coming out with called Soul Train. Um, and it's uh, just, I think, the next movement in craft beer, in my opinion. So, you know, seltzers have been huge. They've kind of taken over the market for the past five years or so. People are looking for something refresh, refreshing and, and bright, and uh, especially like the people in their 20s. You know? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, we're going to be introducing different sours every couple months with different fruits and just kind of getting crazy with it. So what's the difference between a sour and a regular beer? Because the brewing process has to be different, right? So the main difference is in brewing a traditional ale or lager, you're doing everything you can to avoid souring the beer. Right. Uh, which is the introduction of lactobacillus or bretomyces or different bacteria strains that create that sour note. We're intentionally adding those into there. And um, the brewing process is relatively similar, but uh, by adding these uh, bacteria, it'll create this sour note that is just really refreshing and kind of fun. What I like about brewing is that that brewers originally started with trying to be as pure as possible, right? Like you were over in Germany. Mm-hmm. You know what the German purity laws are, and it's got to be this and that. Don't screw this up. And now you have the hazies, and that's really a mistake. The way a brewer would look at it is, if you made a hazy IPA, you screwed something up. Now right. they're doing it on purpose. And then you're doing this and you're creating something completely different because you're like, people like this kind of taste. Yeah, and it's the evolution of the palate. And it's funny how it all kind of like goes back. I remember the first time I had a sour, like I thought it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then Emily from Maple Tree, uh, she's the one who turned me on to sours that were aged and cast and like really refined and not as like, acidic as some of the ones that you get. You know, everything evolves, and as hazies kind of start to fade out just a little bit, we're actually seeing West Coast IPAs coming back into popularity. Um, I think, you know, this thing just offers something that's different that people haven't maybe necessarily tried before that's a little bit more fun. And um, yeah, looking forward to brewing a bunch of it. 
So you did a collaboration with Rock Island Public House. I don't know if you noticed, but Southside Pod did the Battle of the Southside. And it was Beverly versus Blue Island. And Rock Island Public House went nuts on the social media. And Blue Island won by a very slim margin in that competition. Do you have anything to say to him? Because, like, like I thought it was, I mean, it was maybe the most intense competition of all of the areas of the south side of Chicago. Blue Island versus Beverly. And it was a war. And those guys jumped in. And I know you've worked with them before. Yeah. You like them, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, but Rock they, Island's they, my favorite bar. They beat so your town. Sometimes you got to give the little guy a win, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't be doing this all the time. Right, you know? right, right. You can't always be great. Right. When is the menu going to be the harvest? When, when can people come and try all the different things with the chefs? Uh, we're going to be starting off Monday, April 10th, and running through the 16th. You know, every time I come in here, I have such a good time. You know, you know, it's funny, like, like I'll bounce around the south side, but you see me in here all the time. Like, I, this is really, in my mind, one of the greatest breweries on the south side. Thank I'm going to tell Chris. you that right now. No, it's true. Your food is really good. The beer is really good. It's, it's a really nice place to go hang out in. And, like, I get people who ask me all the time, like, all the places you go to, like, what do you recommend? You're always right there in the first thing. And I and I really do enjoy what you're doing because it seems like you don't rest on your laurels. You're always sitting there saying, we could do something else. We could try something new. We know who we are. We're not going to, like, forget who we are, but we're going to try stuff. And your menu and your beers, like, like, like show that. It means a lot. And uh, from, you know, genuinely, it means a lot. And, like... I just do what I do, and the team does what they do, and it, to hear you appreciate it and others, like, that's what we're here for. So, You're killing thank it, you. man. Horse Thief Hollow, get out to Beverly, check it out. They got a big week coming up here. You want to try this. I'm going to tell you something right now. If you enjoy eating beef, mm-hmm. you want beef that just came off of a farm mm-hmm. like a mile away. Like, that's what, that's what you want. And, yep. and, and taken care of by classic chefs who, like, pick their piece went and made it the way that they wanted to make it and then you got a craft beer next to you i don't know how you like you should have a line around the block for this thing if anybody's watching or listening get out there and try this out and i i really appreciate every time chavis over chris likewise thank you bud all right let's 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 toast our hawaiian punches <laughs> this thing's really good I, I do like it it's really good cheers cheers my friend thank you If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. All right, before I get to Bill's wild idea about cryptocurrency, let's get the Southside Pod Bulletin Board out of the way. What's going on this weekend and beyond on the Southside that you don't want to miss? It's all brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Full Taster Bar, great CBD products, Northeast Corner, 95th, and Kedzie. See all they have to offer at CoolCloudsVapor.com. Out in Palos Park, 127th and Southwest Highway, the Children's Farm at the center. This Friday morning, 10 a.m., Good Friday the 7th, Easter Egg Roundup. Advanced tickets are required. You have to go. 
to thecenterpalace.org slash farm. And you know what? I'm seeing this right now. They're actually going to have it on Saturday as well. It's $32 a kid that comes with two complimentary adult admissions. So your family goes for $32. Collect and color eggs from the coop. Make Easter crafts. Visit the Easter Bunny. There's a magic forest. There's a hunt. It's a hunt for eggs. It's not a hunt for children. The kids are getting jelly beans, a cookie, so they're going to sugar them up. Get more information again at thecenterpalace.org slash farm. Friday night, Superfly Redneck is at the Thirsty Beaver in Crestwood, 5599 127th Street. And then Saturday, there is a plant market at Sound Growler Brewing. If you're a plant lover, get out to Sound Growler in Tinley Park. Noon until 5 p.m. on the 8th, plant art, plant accessories, plant huggers, things made from plants, edible plants, plant earrings, herbal supplements. It's a plant market. Plus, they got tacos and beer there. 8201 183rd Street in Tinley Park. Later on in the month, the Streets Arts Alliance, which also is putting on this plant market, is doing an artisan market in Willow Springs at Imperial Oak Brewing, 501 Willow Boulevard in Willow Springs on the 29th. From 11 a.m. until 5 p.m., get out there, support some local artists, some small businesses, handmade confections, and if you can't make it on the 29th, on the 15th, they're having the same thing at the other location for Imperial Oak, 9526 Ogden Avenue. That's from noon to 5. Craft beer and shopping, 20 local artists, maybe more. All small craft businesses, like you support some real small business, you get a beer, you walk around, you check it out. It's a lot of fun. In fact, I found Sid Sauce at one of these things. They grow peppers on the south side. They bottle them in the hot sauces. They deliver them to your door. They've got tons of different options for you. It's the only place I get my hot sauce. Check them out at SidSauce.net. On Saturday night after you're done with the market, 7 p.m., get over to 115 Bourbon Street, Freak on a Leash, and Facelift. Those are tributes to Corn and Allison Chains going to be there that night. And that is your bulletin board. If you have something for it, just reach out through the contact form at SouthsidePod.com. Can we start our own cryptocurrency? <laughs> Southside yeah. coin? Southside coin. <laughs> Southside coin! Because <laughs> we're worth nothing. <laughs> you can start mining for Southside coin today. Yeah. Because people are stupid enough to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely, we should get some the south side cryptocurrency of the south side of Chicago. Listen, we south side do, coin. We might as well do some south side. I heard they're adding NFTs another too. flag, another start of the flag. What flag? The Chicago flag for fifth, south for south side star? coin for yeah. south side coin. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's what I heard. So there'll be five stars now. Yeah, because of the the massive right popularity of south side of coin. south side coin. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get it on Southside Coin right now. Brian Urlacher's in on it. That's he what is. I hear. Yeah. I heard. That dude's in on everything. Paul Vallis is in on Air. it. Yeah. I heard Brandon Johnson's in on it. He's just in on it. whoever wins. Yeah. Just put that one up. Yeah. We'll just edit it so that's the right one. No, but I mean, like, it's funny to me. Like, these people are like, oh, I'm in crypto. I'm like, you're in what? That means they lost like 70% the past. Like, at this months. point, if you're in crypto, you're embarrassed, right? Unle- well, unless you, you feel got like an idiot. Like no, it's going to rebound, man. It's going to rebound. In like 2009. You're not in crypto. This is like my kid, though, playing a video game and he's racking up coins and like yeah. some sort of like, you know, online thing. And he thinks it's real money. Well, you can transfer it real into money. real money. No, but it's not real money. It can money. become real money. Is it? It crypto? can. It can be. All right. Are we? I, I want to get in the NFT thing. I'm thinking about just that's, like, that's over, bro. It's over? Yeah. Pretty much. What's next? Um, Southside coin. Southside coin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, get yourself what, what it is is just real money. 
<laughs> it's real money. Yeah. Just give it to us. We <laughs> you give us your money. That's it. And eventually, we'll give you money back. Yeah. Maybe the same amount. Maybe more. You never know. Maybe less. It's like the lottery. <laughs> right, exactly. Probably less. You put your money in. Probably less. And you'll get something back. <laughs> something. Southside coin. Uh, content. Right. Southside right. coin, you'll get something back. Right, Southside coin, you'll get less. something back. Some, hey, it you ever go to a even... casino and walk out with nothing? Right. At least at Southside coin, you're going to walk out with something. Something. <laughs> and it may be a coin. It yeah. may be not a coin. Belly button lint. An empty Who beer can. Who knows what it is? Something. Mystery box. Something. Right. A happy birthday sign. Right. right. <laughs> Invest now. Southside coin. <laughs> get yourself. Turn your money <laughs> it's into... Time to get rich quick, everybody. Southside coin. Southside coin. Southside coin. <laughs> Turn your money into less money. <laughs> or more money. Probably not. But it, Or. Possibly. Possibly. If, it, if it's never happening, do you, can you still say possibly? Yeah. Sure. Because yeah. it's possible. Right. Yeah. yeah you're, you're legally okay. It's okay. possibly yeah. never going to happen. Right. It's possible that it's never going right. to happen. It's possible that I have a, a chimpanzee in my anus right now. <laughs> Is it probable? No. God, I hope not. Me too. Because <laughs> I'm still talking normally. And if I had one in there, it and I would be making sounds. Right. Or right. unless it died, which right. is a whole other problem. <laughs> Southside coin. Southside coin. It's the Southside. It's the Southside. It's Southside pod. Thanks for listening. Y'all come back now, you hear?